Talking Broncos with Mile High Sports' Cody Rourke on the Jim Davis Show. Covers the Broncos for Mile High Sports. You can read his work at milehighsports.com. Also hosts the Lockdown Broncos podcast. He's our Broncos insider. Brought to you by Gallagher's Flooring and Modern Classic Motors. Cody Rourke joins us. Cody, Happy New Year. How you doing? I'm good, Jim. Happy New Year. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. So, Jared Stidham gets a start. Supposed to provide a, air quote, spark for the Broncos offense. And it wasn't that Jarrett Stidham played badly. 224 through the touchdown pass, which a lot of that was yak on the part of uh, little Jordan Humphrey. But uh, your your takeaway and what you saw from Jarrett Stidham, and, and to be fair to Jarrett Stidham, probably put in a really difficult spot, being called a spark. Expectations were probably 350 and three touchdowns and that kind of thing. His numbers were more rust-like than anything. Just your takeaway from what you saw from Stidham on Sunday. Uh, you know, I think generally it wasn't it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad either. Um, I mean, also factoring in no Cortland Sutton, no Marvin Mims, and really the run game once again. Just you know, there were times where they had a couple of big runs, but the run game really wasn't a, a big focal point for them either. I mean, it took Javante at 15 carries for 41 yards. You know, the run game was not working for him. Jaleel was really the only guy who had a, you know some big runs, eight carries for uh, 44 yards. You know, in this game this past week, but. Um, you know, I think for Denver, I think the one thing I saw from Stidham is that, you know, at least there was some middle-of-the-field throwing. There were slant passes. There were deep overs. He had a couple of uh, third-down conversions I thought were really big for the team. And, uh, you know, it's, I, I think fans were expecting him to go out there and light it up. The reality is that this is this was his first snaps of 2023, of this season. And I, I think anyone expected him to go out there and just put up, you know, massive numbers the way that he did last year for the Raiders in that one game. I think it's just wild, you know, to to assume that. But, um, you know, I thought he did a solid job commanding the offense. He protected the football, and I think that's the important thing. And I agree with you. I mean, there were more throws between the hash marks. That's something that Russ just doesn't do. And there were certain things that I I liked about what I saw from Jared Stidham as well. But I think most people are going to say, you know, think like the play to L.J. Humphrey. That's a play Russ could have made. I mean, it's a it's a ten yard pass down the field. Did a nice job. I mean, it was a good play. There was nothing wrong with what Stidham did. He he did a great job of of getting out of the pocket and extending the play and and finding um, little Jordan Humphrey for for that big you know touchdown play that that LJ put together. I, I just yeah, I I think it's it's unfortunate because it's not fair to Jared Stidham making his first start this season, only his third career start. But the numbers are simply what what you would probably see from Russell Wilson for the most part, I guess. I guess people expect an upgrade, and that's what they yeah. thought by making this move. And it was, it felt very, very lateral, if anything, at least when you look at the numbers. Yeah, no, 100%. And look, they opened up the second half, and the same result happened. It didn't matter who's the quarterback. They went backwards in the first play of the second half, and they punted in the first drive of their second half, and they just couldn't get anything going. I mean, that is just that's an offensive issue and you know everyone's so fixated on quarterback quarterback but it's like hey that's the story of the offense that's been the offensive story all season long so i'm not sure what it is i'm not sure you know i i'm not you know peyton at times like even one one time last week he told us he said i've got to learn how to be more patient calling plays like you know week 17 you have to be more patient calling plays you know what's it what's the issue like where is where's the disconnect here so um, you know, this offense has a lot of work, and obviously, you know, even for Stidham in this game, too, you know, you lose Mike McGlinchey to a rib injury, Cam Fleming has to step in, and uh, it's just, 
you know, I think the expectations that, you know, the fan base has on quarterbacks is very, very high. Um, the reality of the situation is with the Russell Wilson split that's coming up here in March, that's going to put Denver in a really tough position. It's either going to be Stidham next year or it's going to be a rookie quarterback, in my opinion, that Denver's going to have to look to draft and, and play. And the reality is I think that this offense still needs some help along the way. It's not just QB, but, you know, it's multiple pieces. And, you know, even before Russell Wilson was acquired, we were all saying, okay, hey, like, okay, they're a quarterback away. Well, the reality is, is they weren't a quarterback away, but now they're not even just a quarterback away. They need several things to go well for them on the offensive side going forward. So uh, a lot of questions as the team prepares for their season finale here against the Raiders. You get a feeling Jaleel McLaughlin is go- he got a lot of opportunities Sunday against the Chargers. We expect probably more of the same against the Raiders. That you know, And Peyton's made that, you know, that um, comparison to uh, Alvin Kamara, you know, that joker back. Guy that can be a really good third down guy. Maybe he's not going to be an every uh, every down kind of back where Kamara's kind of more that player. But you get the sense that the, he is trying to to get him into the mix more for 2024. Yeah, I think that's going to be kind of maybe the goal and the key. Sean Payton told us yesterday that you know he's kind of earned a little bit of an expanded role, and it, it's kind of changed in the last couple of weeks for some reason. You know, at the beginning of the year, we saw a lot of Jaleel. Uh, the midway part of the season saw a lot of Samaje. Now it seems like we're going back to seeing a lot more of Jaleel, and Sean even alluded to him as playing a little bit of that joker role here. Um, I mean, he's just making plays out of the backfield. He's got good vision. It's been nice to see him get going a little bit as of late, and I think that he's some guy that Sean Payton definitely wants to build around going forward in terms of his skill set and what he can bring to the offense. Cody Rourke, our Broncos insider, covers the Broncos for My Life Sports and Locked On Broncos Broncos podcast, joins us uh, every Tuesday and Thursday on the Jim Davis Show. So I I imagine you were probably at Russ's presser. Uh, Just your takeaway about what Russ had to say about uh, what transpired in regard to the asking of the deferment of the guarantee, uh, the, the threat of being benched, and those kind of things. Well, I mean, you know, Russ was just very honest, very open, and, you know, it was nice to hear. It was nice to hear his side of the story. I feel like so much of what we see that happens behind the scenes in the NFL, you know, fans are, you know, sometimes united against a player. I think that we've seen kind of a split a little bit. Um, you know, I think what, what I think what's happened with Russ, you know, I, I don't agree with the premise of it. I don't think it was the right thing. It's not a great look for the organization, though I understand why, you know, the organization had every right to ask Russ to defer his injury you know, his injury guarantee, and Russ had every right to say no. Um, just the whole thought, like, oh, hey, like, if you don't do it, we're going to bench you. That is where things are a little muddy, and that's why, obviously, the NFLPA got involved. I'm told that there's going to be some new details that come out here in the next week and a half, two weeks, whenever Denver's season ends subsequently, and then, obviously, the team prepares for the off season. So I think that we're going to hear some more details coming out on, on the side of it, but Denver's now in a position where – you know, how does this impact the optics of how teams or how certain players maybe view the Broncos in-house or out-of-market free agents that they could be potentially looking at? Things to consider here. But for Russ, you know, just genuine. Just, you know, he's, he was genuinely disappointed with how everything has gone down. He obviously he expressed he wants to play here. He wants to still be here. That was the goal of why he came here. And uh, if not, he says, you know, he's going to go do it somewhere else. And I have the utmost confidence that he can go do it somewhere else, and I wouldn't even be surprised if he ends up in the AFC West with the Raiders after it's all said and done. Will George Payton still be the Broncos GM in 2024 after this is all, after the dust all settles? 
Yeah, I think he will be. I, you know, he he and Sean Payton have a great relationship, and the only way I could see him not being back is if this thing gets so messy that you know Sean Payton's like, you know, we're just going to go the other way. Like the, Bron- the the general vibe is that the Broncos front office, the ownership group, is entrusting Sean Payton to make these decisions, and ultimately, if George Payton is back, it is Sean Payton's call this upcoming year. Um, the one thing that was weird to me was that earlier this week in a press conference, Sean Payton had said that he's not privy to any of those discussions and that George Payton handles that. I have a hard time believing yeah. that George Payton would be engaging in those conversations with Russell Wilson's representation saying, hey, if you don't do it, we're going to bench you, and Sean Payton not knowing about it. So to me, I don't know, is that setting up for a potential you know, parting of ways? It could be. Um, but the reality is, is, knowing what I know is that Peyton and Pey- yeah, Peyton, both these guys, they talk every day. And, and Sean Peyton has even said, we talk 24-7. So um, I think so much of it is about being on the same page. And, and the reality is, I don't know, if, you know who Sean Peyton would bring in if, in fact, they do part ways with George Peyton. But I imagine it would be someone with ties to the New Orleans Saints organization, which, once again, is that the way that the Broncos really want to go? It's a risk, in my opinion, Jim. So uh, I- I'm going to say he's going to stay for now. All right, of, of the teams that played yesterday in college football playoff semifinals, the one or two players you would love to see in a Broncos uniform from that group? Man, there's there's quite a bit. You know, I think uh, I like some of the receivers, like Odunze from Washington. I, I really, really like him. I think he's a talented player. You can make the argument he might have been the best wide receiver in college football this year. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are talking about Michael Penix, and you know, I, I like Penix. Penix, wow, what a performance that he had! Obviously, last night, deep ball accuracy, the touch. I think the major concern around him is medicals. You know, he's had two season-ending shoulder injuries. He's had two ACL injuries over the course of his career. Um, can can he sustain that? Is that something that's going to impact him negatively in the NFL draft? I think it's something to keep an eye on. Um, and then, obviously, if you take a look at it, some people are talking about J.J. McCarthy. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'd feel like J.J. McCarthy would be a great fit in Denver. I, I, that, to me, I think is like the trap player, in my opinion, of this year's NFL draft when we talk about quarterbacks or Denver being interested. Um, but, yeah, no, I'll tell you, those are the probably the guys I'd have my eye on. All right. Cody, appreciate it. Of course, you can catch Cody's report later on today, 420. You're on the team. We'll talk more about the Broncos and the Raiders coming up on Thursday. Thanks, Cody. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one. Go Tigers. All right. There he goes. Cody York, My Life Sports, Locked On Broncos podcast. All right. 837, Jim along.